What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sneaker Sins Podcast, where we discuss, debate, and dissect the sins and wins in the sneakerverse. I'm one of your co-hosts, Nabil, and I'm here with my other co-hosts, Jason and Jalen. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Yeah, unfortunately, Brett couldn't be here today. Something came up at the last minute. Hopefully, he'll be back with us next week, and we can talk some sneakers with him uh, then. So, yeah, how, how do you guys feel? We're back from a long holiday and you know long uh, spring weekend are you guys feeling rested up i'd yeah. say yes but i'm all blurred right now so my goal yeah. today <laughs> yeah jaylen's doing her final school project yes see the end it's almost here so you can see the light yes the light is here that is big mm-hmm. and then you can start thinking about your graduation gift to yourself right yes or whatever uh, whatever, whatever I've been, I got to look at the list that I've been saying I'm going to manifest. Yeah. Exactly. What about, what about, what about, uh, what about that lady, that girl, that lady with the. At, Atmos chick. With the oh, Air, sorry, Air Mac. Air oh, Air Mac. Well, yeah. The Atmos girl. That's what we're going to call her. The Atmos girl. We'll check in with her and see what's they're up. still there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're still there. Yeah. 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 Yep. I was, uh, I saw Brett the other day, actually. And I was just saying to him, uh, like, man, like we've only taken a week off, but it feels like we haven't had a pot in a month. I don't know. That's just how I feel right now. I, I, I feel that too, especially so like a long weekend. Like no one had That's to worry probably about what it is. Yeah. That's probably what it is. The long weekend. You're right. I don't know about y'all. I was completely unproductive this past weekend. Uh, I, I shouldn't say that I did that. I did the family taxes. So I wasn't that bad, but yeah. Well, that's big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just a chill long weekend, man. You know, like much needed long weekend. It would have been nice to have the four days. My brother works for the Gov, so he's got he's got he had the Monday off. So we were all jealous of him and the fam. But but otherwise, yeah, it was a much needed and really nice to have. You know, Friday off. Yeah, Ontario, if you're listening, give yeah. us the damn fourth day. Like most of the, I looked it up. Most of the other provinces have it as a stat. As a stat, yeah. Come on, guys. So, like, do we get something else to make up for this crap or what? Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not that. I, I didn't go that deep in, in my research. All I know is Google Calendar told me which provinces had it, and we weren't on that list. And it was a very long list. Well, three of us aren't the majority in healthware, but I'm sure we could do a little vote. <laughs> I was just going to say also that. No, okay. We're also <laughs> lucky that uh, we work for a great company that if we really yes. needed a day off, we could just take it. But that's not Absolutely. the point. That's not the point. <laughs> you're right. You're right. We want a government-sanctioned stat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So cops for not the past week but the past two weeks so this isn't a shocker for you guys but obviously we were fortunate enough to hang out not last saturday but the saturday before oh, yeah. in person yeah. and obviously because i was in proximity of jason i had sure. to buy another pair of sneakers <sighs> for the audience <laughs> for the audience i copped a pair of adidas zx 7000 no. ats is it a seven it's a seven it's a seven really i'm pretty confident it's a seven yeah. So in case you haven't heard of the sneaker before, it it's uh, Adidas collab uh, it's Adidas collaborating with a bubble tea brand called AT, which unfortunately is not based out of Toronto based in Toronto at all, I checked. I don't know at all. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I I wasn't sure. I think I looked I, I saw one site in Vancouver. I'm not hundred percent sure. Don't quote me on that. That would that would make sense. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. But the shoe is actually a nice white and purple mix with different shades of purple. It's actually based on one of the bubble tea drinks. And as these guys know, I am a bit of a bubble tea connoisseur. 
So, you know, fiend? I just, yeah, I, I wouldn't go as far as a fiend. I'd stick to connoisseur. Personally. Okay, look at this. It depends on what kind of day I'm having, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. But yeah, uh, so I just had to have the sneaker. I messaged a buddy of mine about it because uh, he was on the Adidas ZX train before me. And he was just, he just really found it funny that it was a bubble tea sneaker. It is pretty, it is pretty jokes. I think it's a real uh, damn well done for a like quote unquote you know like a bubble tea sneaker or whatever. They did a a good job of like capturing that like milkiness or whatever you see on like the mud yeah. toe there or whatever. Yeah, pretty. pretty and, and the coloring of the laces changes too. The laces start really? at the bottom. Yeah, it starts at the bottom as a purple, and then I think it goes to a lighter purple or a white. As you get to the Yo, top. I never heard right. I can see it's like an ombre late. Oh, that's bro, little detail. So fire. Wow. Yeah, and uh the yeah, the Haiti logo on the tongue tag just kills me. Like you guys know I'm a sucker for a good tongue tag. Like uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's a little goofy, the little stick figure drinking the bubble tea is jokes. <laughs> I, like yeah, I was just gonna say yeah. it looks like a logo from uh from one of those logo databases. Yeah. Are you going to start collecting bubble tea sneakers along with your villain sneakers? <laughs> How many bubble tea sneakers could there possibly be? I don't know. Are you going to cough a Cha Time sneaker? Like, you know what? If Cha Time ha had a sneaker, I'd consider it. It also depends on, like, you know, we're not talking like, you know, like the like the Under Armour make your own sneaker thing where you can, like, import an image and, and, and like, stretch it across a sneaker. You're right. I was saying I googled bubble tea sneaker and there is a pair of Tom's knobs that has an all over print with Fuck bubble. That. I am not getting a pair of Tom's. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay. No. Tell me it's not one of those like the ones you can't wear socks with. You know what I'm talking about? The lace. Yeah, ones? I mean it's those are the ones. The oh, most no. Yeah, it's the most typical Tom's ever, like the espadrille or whatever, the slip-on thingy. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't even know what you're supposed to do with those shoes. Like, sure, you can walk on grass in them, but they're not going to keep your feet like safe at all. Or like, I I see no functional use for those shoes, and it and they look like shit. But whatever. They're like charity shoes or something, right? Like, I, yeah. I, I I would put all birds above Tom's. True. I agree with that. I agree with that. But you know, yeah. like you said, Tom's is Tom's is doing good stuff for for people somewhere. So shout out Tom's from that aspect. All, all right? right. All right. Fine. Not not for me, but shout out Tom's. No, totally. Uh, I wouldn't wear them, but yeah. All right, not to get too over our topic here, but do you guys have any cops that you want to? Yeah, Jalen, pickups, Jalen. No, no pickups for me. I I got these a while back, but I don't know if I mentioned it. But I got a pair of the I might have the just the Gore-Tex Air Force Ones. I got the brown pair. Oh, nice! I didn't know you actually copped them. I, I you were telling yeah. me you were, you were really thinking about buying them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I I missed the opportunity once on one site, and then when they came up on sale for a very similar price on another site, I was like, "Yo, I got to." So I did it. Shout out Normal, thank you. <laughs> How much was the damage? I think it was only like one thirty shipped or something like that's that. Not, that's not bad for, yeah, for, an Air so. Force, for an Air Force One collab. That's not bad at all. Uh, the Gore-Tex, my friend. Yeah, Gore-Tex. You yeah. know, the second you throw that Gore-Tex branding on anything, you're up in price like double or something so so yeah but yeah. uh but yeah it's like to have those and uh yeah that's it man i think that's all i got recently okay on that note let's get down to today's topics in case this is your first time listening to sneaker sense podcast what we typically do here is each co-host brings up a topic or two to discuss and at the end we'll discuss our big topic of the week Jalen, kick us off with our first topic sure 
first one is just a little update. Um, so I've been talking about these sneakers for a while, part of this collection, the plant dye collection. And apparently all of the colorways have been previewed and they're actually going to release all of them in a variety of sizes. So I don't know if it actually said on each one that I've talked about, but they're going to do men's, women and kids in many of them, uh, not all of them. Damn. And they're going to be out on the 29th of April. So excited to see those. There were some that I know Joseph was interested in. So we're going to take a look at those. I liked those Air Maxes I brought up a while back. So excited to see them actually coming out. Maybe some of them will actually change my mind seeing them on foot or, you know, in videos and stuff like that. But I know a lot of influencers have been talking about it too. Or at least the ones I follow. Two words on this. Highly underrated. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And it also seems like there's like 150 million shoes in this collection because the picture I'm looking at right now, we haven't looked at, we haven't seen any of these before. Maybe yeah. we've 95s, but what we've seen is the the, the Air Max 90s, right? Mm-hmm. You saw yeah. some, I, maybe I saw these blazers with a different color swoosh, but it I, seems- I think we talked about these 95s in our Instagram chat, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, this pack seems absolutely gigantic. I didn't even know there was an Air Force One in it, but that Air Force One, with that baby blue swoosh and the the gum sole is stupid fire. It has yeah. the embroidery on the tongue also. So all of them have the embroidery on the tongue. Oh god, okay. Yeah. Oh, so fire. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting. I hope they have them like, you know, at wherever I, I mean I guess, you know, we're in Toronto, so we just got hit with another lockdown for another four weeks, literally announced today. So I'd say go check them out at Eaton's, but you can't. But if they're coming out the 29th, you know, maybe, maybe the week after. We'll see what's up. Yeah. 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 And yeah, when, you know, if, if, you, if you know your size, you know, cop, there's always a return policy. Facts. And also, you know, with the, with the lockdown and stuff, like maybe when we come back, there'll be a whole bunch of back product that, you know, was supposed to be released in store, but you know, you know, so, and that Eaton Center Nike always has got, I want to say always got some heat sitting that you don't usually see. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm sure one of these pairs will sell out quicker than the rest, but For sure. no matter what, I think there's going to be at least one of them shit sitting on shelf somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Hopefully it's like a pretty widespread pack too. Like, I don't know if it's like going to be a boutique thing or like, you know, if Foot Locker is going to get this as well, but based on the size of, or, you know, just the, the number of shoes, it seems like it should be pretty widespread. I hope, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty big collection. So I hope yeah. At least exactly. we can find some of them somewhere and some, some of them, them. Stores. Yeah. There you go. Maybe some will be boutique exclusives and then some will be more GR. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like I, I hope we get more of the Air Max models, at least in Canada, because we don't know. It could be difference by geography as well. That's true, uh, too. Yeah. yeah. The, no. the Air Max models got me really hyped. Imagine if they did regional releases based on, like, where the plants came from. That would be cool. Ooh, that'd be cool. That'd be sick if, like, oh, this plant only in like South America. So like, this is the South American variant. That'd be sick. Well, then all the indigo ones would only be, uh, so. Yeah, and we, we'd only get like, whichever one has a poppy on it or a maple. Yeah, we'd get the maple leaf ones, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. If, the, if this Air Force One had a maple leaf on the tongue, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that. True. I've seen some, yeah, really well executed like little things with the maple leaf. I, I don't, is it an Air Force One or something? There's like a, I think it's an NYC. Uh, it's uh, I think it's an Air Max one. Are you talking about the black and white pair? I I don't know. It's got I think it's an NYC Parks pack or something like that. I'm not sure. And there's like maybe that's their logo, but 
Oh, this, well, is what I, this is what I was yeah. thinking of. The oh, six. this is the six. Yeah, this is yeah, the six. Yeah. Of course, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, no, I know this one. No, 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 no. Yes, thank you, Nabs, but no, not. I'm not thinking about thinking uh, okay. the one, but but yeah, that's a dope shoe, too. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay, yeah, just so yeah. <laughs> I guess moving on, Jalen, tell us next about this new Nike partnership. Yeah, this one's super exciting. Nike's partnering with a dress designer to expand their kind of women's line. The interesting about it is this is an actual independent, like a small boutique designer. She's gotten kind of big recently. I think she posted some stuff like Beyonce wore it recently or in the past couple of years. But the actual collaboration, they haven't actually said what she's going to do with them yet. I think it's going to be definitely with apparel because she likes to do the whole juxtaposition with uh, really feminine silhouettes and sneakers. And that's kind of her her thing that she does anyways. From what I read about her, she did do something with Adidas before, but it wasn't official. So now she's actually partnering with Nike and I'm excited about what comes out of it. I'm not a huge uh, dress with sneakers girl. I have done it before. I would be interested to see what she does with it because she does have a lot of textiles background. So this might just be lots of new textured shoes like we've been seeing recently with embroidery and stuff like that. But it's exciting. They announced it, I think, two days ago. So if they're going to talk about what comes out and what she's actually doing with them, we'll put it in a post as a follow up. All right. Yeah, sounds awesome. Hopefully it's not going to be some stereotype of saying like, oh, we're going to make sneakers dressier and then just put patent leather on a classic uh, silhouette. I don't think so. From the stuff that she does, she's pretty out there. If anything, I'd expect more things like the espadrille that we talked about in the last episode. But seeing as that's being done, I guess we won't be seeing that from her. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, Jason, anything you want to say about this? Sorry, did you say what her name was? Uh, I, uh, oh, sorry. It's Aziza Khan. Uh, her brand Aziza is Khan. Aziza. Okay, I see that. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of her, but shout out. You said she had a collection with... Did she have a collection or she was just doing like her own custom Adidas stuff? I think she was doing... like She did a show where people were wearing all Adidas, um, but it wasn't actually right. with them. So one of the lines that she did, everyone was wearing... Like, I think a Stan Smith or other Adidas models, but she hasn't done anything officially with anyone. But her kind of shtick with her lines is she wears sneakers with the dresses. Okay, cool. Yeah, it would have been like, I, I guess I'm Adidas slip. They should have freaking done this, you know, mm-hmm. this ship instead of Nike, obviously, if she was already rocking with Adidas to some extent, kind of. Yeah. And what's this shoe that's here? I, I If I Google her and this shoe keeps popping up, the like this blue. I don't even know. It, it's a 95 with some kind of like croc leather, it seems, or something like that on the side. Like, is this the shoe? Is this something she's done? Or It says in the article that it's a custom that she made. I didn't okay. say if it was going to be released. But if it is this, it's pretty cool. It's Chicago inspired. Yeah, it is pretty dope. Yeah. She's doing some other stuff with like virtual experiences also. So I'm not sure. They didn't, it's kind of vague. I was just excited because I was like, oh, cool. Another girl designer doing, doing stuff. And she's like heavily into textiles. So that's my jam. So I'm here for this. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely looking forward to seeing what comes out of this uh, collaboration. All right. So moving to less classier, but still entertaining things. Jason, tell us about Adidas South Park collapse. <laughs> Less classy, but it's still entertaining. Don't kill me, bro. Yeah, so 
I don't know to what extent, like what history Adidas has in terms of making 420 shoes, but I definitely hundred bajillion percent know that they did one for, I don't know what was last year. I want to say it was two years ago, but I definitely picked it up. It was, I think it was a Samba. Oh my gosh. Uh, I think it was a Samba. Yes. It's a Samba. I can see the box from here. It's a Samba, the 420 Samba. It had purple velvet with some gorgeous, like hairy gray suede hits. A stash pocket in the tongue the insole had a little a square a little like tag that was stuffed with like coffee beans or something apparently like coffee grounds to like which was supposed to be like an ode to like masking the smell of when you're smoking or whatever but so i picked that up a couple years ago you know it was definitely a 420 release it was uh the, the velvet is was inspired by I'm, I'm pretty sure like in the insole it says like stroke the furry wall or something something weird and it's supposed to be like, you know, like the get him to the Greek, you know, the stroke, the furry wall when you're super high or whatever. So I think that's what that the reference was. Uh, but yeah, packed with a bunch of little, you know, 420-ish details and stuff like that. So this year, of course, we have Adidas coming back with a 420 release. This time it seems to be, is this an official collab with South Park? I am honestly not certain. I think I, it might. I, I think it is because in all the photos I've seen, I've seen the keychains with the, with the, the South Park. Right. right. Yeah. So I'd imagine it's an official collaboration. Yeah, it says it says and South Park are collaborating. So it's a shoe inspired by the Towelly character in South Park, who's just always baked. That's his thing. I saw a clip about this earlier on, on my Instagram, and it was just like Towelly comes up to like Cartman or Kyle or whatever, and he's like, "Wanna get high?" <laughs> and then it's just no and then Tally just walks away and like i'm pretty sure that's all he does is he's just a baked character throughout the show so the shoe is covered head to toe in this like nice lavender light purple terry cloth which is towel cloth of course so you know like Tally. and on the tongue we have these two huge cartoon eyes just like Tally's eyes and they have a uv activated i guess ink or whatever such that when you you know expose them to sunlight or whatever it is they turn this like pink and blue or whatever, and they make you look, they make the eyes look super, super fried. And it's, it's hilarious. I think the execution of that is really well done. And yeah, these are, these are super dope. So shout out Adidas and South Park. Not that I even watch that much South Park, but these are fun. Yeah. I'm just, we, we've gotten an Adidas Simpsons collab. Now we have a South Park collab. They got to do a family guy. Like, it's, are we it's, waiting for that family guy? Yeah. Yeah. Collab? And, and you know what? If they make a ZX Stewie Griffin, then Simpsons are getting off my list. Because the only reason, the main reason the Simpsons are on my list is because they remind me so much of those LeBron Stewie Griffin. I was going to say, we talked about those LeBron Stewie's recently. So yeah, that'd be cool to see some yeah, Stewie yeah. or like that. Maybe the frick. Like, or, I don't, or, or, or even like another variant, as long as it looks like similar cartoony, like the same way the Simpsons Krusty Krab shoot. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Crusty Burger, seen... not Krusty Krab. <laughs> sorry, Krusty Burger. Yeah. yeah have you cartoon. seen those in hand? I have not seen them in hand, but Sean Goh's review was pretty spectacular. Like Sean right. Goh's review sold me on the shoes. Sold you. I remember you saying that. I saw them in hand. They were at Livestock just sitting one day. I don't know when I walked in, and yeah, they were really nice in hand, man. Yeah. No. I, I just I, I love the fact how cartoon animated they look. Anyway, getting back to these South Park sneakers. Pretty funny gimmick for 420, not going to lie. 
I don't know. I, I haven't seen what Nike has planned for their 420 shoe of the year if they're doing one this year. But so far, this seems to be captivating a lot of the internet's attention as far as Facts. 420 years go. Facts. I think the fact that it's a collab with South Park is big, you know I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm a little worried about the material. Oh, mm. for sure. Especially if you wear it in the rain. This well, is literally a towel. It's like a sponge for dirt, man. I mean, like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't even think you could spray that and... No, 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 no. This is like a, I guess, a display sneaker or something with a UV oh, light. Or, so a or a nice spring day, you know, like a nice spring day walk around the town. Yeah. Assuming you don't wear them when you're baked and, you know, a little clumsy. Hey, if, if you do, at least you have a story behind it, right? Like Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's personalizing. Now, yeah. what do we think about the sell-through on these? Like, Do you guys think these are going to go or I don't know? I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell because um, obviously this sil uh, this silhouette, like if you're not a big Adidas guy, the Campus 80 doesn't mean much to like the average sneakerhead. I'd no, it's say. just like a super basic GR tennis sneaker kind of thing, right? I mean, yeah. Exactly. And even, even I'll admit, I'm not the biggest fan when it comes to some of the older Adidas silhouettes. Like I have a Stan Smith and I have a... Um, a superstar and I, I like the superstars more than the Stan Smith. But if you're, I know, especially if you're a wider foot man like me, like these shoes are kind of tougher to wear because there's like no arc support. So mm. yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to say it's, it's definitely going to be very popular among sneakerheads who are a big fan of South Park, but we'll see. I, I, I don't see this going below retail on the um, resale market, but I, I don't I think it's going to, I don't think it's going to skyrocket either. I agree. The ones that I was talking about previously, like flopped, like flopped, whatever, like they they were on sale everywhere. I don't think really people cared, yeah. but I feel like this has got way more of a buzz. And, and like you know, you're saying the fact that it's South Park affiliated is gonna obviously so, drive things. Here's a question: you, you talked about stash pockets earlier, Jason. Do you think would you guys say that any sneaker with a stash pocket could be considered a 420-esque sneaker? Well, like. It's called a stash pocket for a reason, fam. Well, previously, I would have said yes, but like the stash. So, so like maybe two, three years ago, yes. But this pocket thing on shoes has become very large yeah. now, I want to say as of late. So, you know. Especially in the last year. Exactly. Obviously, the Travis's kind of blew that up, I want to say. Travis's, uh, Grateful, Grateful right? Dead's, the Adidas yes. collab with Bape. Yeah, but so that's the thing I was going to say. The Bape, like, uh, the Bape uh, Adidas is not like a weed shoe at all, I would say, right? But it's got the stash pocket. Hey, hey, the only color other than black is green. Okay, fair. Uh, the Travis Scott one, I guess Travis is probably baked all the time. And, like, you know, there's that affiliation maybe. So cool. And, like, you know, probably that's part of the, the, the lure there. What and else? There's an undertone there, you know, like Grateful Dead's. Like, we all know what happened. Exactly. Like Grateful, Grateful Dead, Dead too. I was, yeah, agreed. Yeah. It's like a super trippy band, and all, you know, everything is kind of like psychedelic and weed. So that makes sense. That's very in line. I would agree. But, like, yo, I was literally looking today. Uh, there's a pair of New Balance X Racers, X Racer Utility, released in Japan. I was freaking drooling over them on the Japanese New Balance site today. And they are like, like leathery a uh, leather more premium makeup of the x racer and they have these like utility pockets on the side and stuff and they're just more of like a like a utility you know like cargo which is like been the vibe kind of recently definitely not a weed vibe but i fuck with them heavy and yeah super dope yeah no I, I buy a smash pocket if you put things in it i mean it depends what you're stashing well yeah exactly. so you know 
Yeah, that's the thing. Also, I don't think I've ever used any of these stash pockets, like, ever. I don't think I would, like, <laughs> you know, really. <laughs> it's legal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't feel the same. Maybe you're right. Maybe for your change. Maybe you can carry your change around in there or something. I don't know, but... You know, that's something I never got. Like, I, I know, like, one of the ASICs that you, like, can't remember the name. Vivian, I think it's the Vivian Westwood ASICs, the one with the, the fish the net. net, the net. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, apparently, some people actually put, like, money or something in okay, there. Well, I, I, those are for the gram, I think, mostly people. I've seen people put, like, oranges, like, tangerines in there. I've seen uh -huh. people lots of cash in there i think it's for the memes and for the gram and no one's walking around with bills in their in their vivi westwoods but that's if, wild if i saw that that would be stupid fire and i ain't hating at all okay moving on to reebok jason reebok shoe of the year tell me more okay yeah so that's that's not nabs's claim and that is not my claim that is the headline of the article's claim okay just um disclaimer Bach boys rejoice. I don't know what we want to call him here, but the Evan Belforti is the man right now behind all of Reebok's brilliant creations. And really, I think pushing Reebok forward in a super innovative, awesome direction, getting a lot of attention from the gram and various, you know, influential individuals and whatnot. So what I'm talking about here is the oh gosh, it's got a crazy, ridiculous name. It is called the the Zig 3D Storm Hydro. So this is part of the, I think, like Zig Kinetica series of sneakers, kind of family of sneakers. And that is dictated by the sole specifically. So if you look at the sole here, I think we have, they've mentioned in the article, a Zig 2.0 uh, midsole, which is obviously the update to the original Zig sole that kind of came out last year. And the year before, maybe in the uh, Zig Kinetica like concept, type one, type two, type three shoes. Those were super dope. They had awesome colors, great material, makeups, good layering. And yeah, so this is just another revision of that sole with a pretty futuristic-y looking upper. This looks a lot like uh, one of Elvin's, Belforti's previous shoes, which was... I, I don't know what it's called, man. They've all got crazy bananas names, but it, it's basically this shoe with laces. And so we have, yeah, honestly. So right here, I mean, it's called the Storm Hydro because it's supposed to probably be like a, you know, a water, I don't know if it's actually waterproof, but you know, a weather resistant. We have like a TPU looking flap that kind of comes over the shoe and has a, like a bungee adjuster that kind of goes over that to secure it down. Very futuristic looking pretty dope in my opinion and yeah you know evan's just been killing it for reebok and just been really pushing the envelope there's a lot of cool shit the one thing i will say about these that i mentioned to my brother the other day because we've been a fan of these and we talk about these a lot is i would love to see this shoe in a premium not fucking plastic makeup so all these and everything is phenomenal you can leave the mesh but i'd like to see all these tpu overlays like in suede like if this was all suede or leather overlays instead uh, it, it may be terrible. It may be completely awful. I don't know. I don't know how it would look, but yeah, I would just think it would be interesting to see that as opposed to having all this plastic stuff. I really am not a fan of the plastics and stuff, so I think it would be cool to see that. But otherwise, these are super fire. Uh, shout out Mr. Belforti. I was going to say, these are really cool. Uh, they give me Y3 vibes. Yeah, I can they see look that. like something Yoji would do. They kind of look like the Casa Highs, like in a thicky sole in the back, but a little more utility than the Y3 line. 
I agree with you though about the plastic. I think that's what's where it's losing me. It makes it look cheaper than it yeah. overall looks. Like I like the silhouette and it looks dope, but the plastic is bringing it down for me. Yep, agreed, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool, but it would be really awesome to and like listen for for the from the standpoint of like, oh, if it's supposed to be you know weather resistant, obviously you don't want to be throwing freaking suede all over the place, but. Aside from that, you know, utilitarian aspect, it would be cool to see a version of this in, like you're saying, uh, or, you know, some other materials. And right now we just have a triple black colorway, I think. And I know there are some really good colorways that have been released on these various models. So if we, I'm interested in seeing some uh, some more colorways of this. That That's for sure, too. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm going to reserve my right to judge until we see either more pictures or more colorways or both. I understand the all black theme just because, especially if you want it to be an all terrain shoe, all black is usually the safest option. This actually kind of reminds me of the Yeezy 700s a little bit, just like in general shape. Obviously, the sole is different. But yeah, I, I feel like these could actually pop really well, even with the cheap plastic, if it was like the right shade of brown. If you guys understand, like, kind of get what I'm trying to say here. Whole shoe or several panels? The, the, I think the whole shoe. I think you could still like have the whole shoe flooded down into like one shade of one or two shades of brown, but and as long as the color is just right, I think uh, it could really pop. But yeah, like overall, I, I definitely want to see more, and hopefully we will in the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah, man, just some really good stuff by Reebok, kind of whatever you want to call this this division of theirs. As of late, man, they've been really killing it. Yeah. So also, so some light Solomon vibes. Show us the Bach boys. Absolutely. I mean, the second you're going utilitarian, you know, weather resistant BS like this, you're going to start picking up those sallow vibes. I feel sorry, bro. I need to, I, I couldn't find an article, but I need to, I need to mention a pair of sneakers that I've been seeing on the gram. There's no release info. I don't think it's collab. I'm pretty sure it's just a GR release. Go a for it. 2002 R. Of course, I'm going to talk about more 2002 R's coming out. Maybe look up not patchwork try patchwork i don't know but it's got the best thing i can describe it as is you know those cdg 95s that came out that had uh, all the extra like the panels are not cut to the shape of the panels they've got like jagged edges and stuff like that kind of do you kind of know i don't know like the like cdg 95 yeah yeah exactly bro the execution of these is so good there's like an all dark gray tonal pair and then there's a pair that's more true to to new balances kind of castle gray and oh my god like i'm gonna need these so bad bro they're so cool it's just an upcoming variant of the 2002r you probably you may have seen them on the gram they've kind of been circulating a bit on uh sneaker pages and whatnot and yeah just uh i had to shout those out hopefully maybe we can talk about them some more when we have some more release info and whatnot we'll give an update but yeah sorry to jump in like that yeah, no, no problem. Definitely always excited about a new 2002R. Uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely one of the better New Balance uh, models to not re not release this year, because obviously it's, um, it's a revival, but just uh, one of the ones New Balance definitely brought back from their archives in the past year. Yeah. Well, I, it is R. The R is like revision or something. They did tweak yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. It's essentially the same freaking shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now moving on to what I've been excited to talk about for almost two weeks now. Yeah, <laughs> apparently spring is the season of Nike lawsuits. I didn't get this memo until last week, but yeah. So 
I'm sure a lot of the people listening who are more familiar with like the sneaker industry and keep a track of everything that's happening know about this. But uh, obviously, Nike had a major issue with Lil Nas X's uh, Satan Shoe collab that he had with Mischief. So very much akin to the Jesus Air Max 90, 97s that Mischief had released, I want to say two years ago. This is kind of the opposing sneaker to that, which is the the Air Max 97 Satans. And yeah, very interesting sneaker. Apparently, Mischief only made 666 pairs of this. It has like a little keychain on the uh, on the laces with the standard Devil Star logo. I, f- I forgot what you call this. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Is it a is it a pentagram or like what do you, what do you call this? The Chris Angel Star is what I was gonna call it, but okay, you know what? That's the best name that I could think of that we any of us can think of. So we're calling it the Chris Angel Star. The so, Chris yeah. Angel Star. That's hilarious. It is 100 percent a pentagram. You are right, but we yeah, can okay. Star. No, we're going Chris Angel Star. Fuck pentagram. Okay. okay. It also it also references a verse from the Bible, Luke ten eighteen, which uh, I'm not gonna say it verbatim, word for word, but essentially just talks about how the devil walks the earth. But the spiciest rumor about this sneaker, I say rumor because no one can confirm or deny this for me, is that the insole of the sneaker. So in the Jesus shoes, the the sole of the sneaker was injected with holy water. In this one, the story that Mischief has told everyone is that it was injected by human blood donated by Mischief employees, which, again, like, we have no way of knowing for sure, but that was, to hear that was insane. Insane. Yeah. So, obviously, Nike couldn't keep quiet about someone releasing uh, satanic 97s in their name, or not in their name, but you know what I'm saying. So, Nike instantly rebuttaled against the sneakers release with a lawsuit against Mischief, and... I want to say this lawsuit actually wrapped up very quickly. Like, I feel like it was issued on a Monday and it was closed out by like a Friday or Saturday. So it was a pretty like, I don't want to say open and shut, but it was like pretty open and shut as far as lawsuits go. According to this article that we're referencing today, a judge has ordered Mischief to not release any more sneakers, but unclear if Mischief is meant to reclaim any sneakers that they've already seeded or sold. But yeah, so this was very much crazy. These sneakers actually debuted in Lil Nas X's most recent music video. And Lil Nas X actually promoted this sneaker in a few interviews and whatnot. It, it's, this, is, this is insane, right? Because uh, on the one hand, a lot of people have didn't, who saw this sneaker thought it was actually Nike releasing a satanic shoe and not realizing that it was actually done by a third party. Nike has claimed damages to their brand because of that in court. And... Uh, Mischief has also been in court claiming that this isn't a normal sneaker. This is actually a piece of art that uh, they're selling to a very unique brand of collectors. And obviously the shoes sell for over $1,000 each. So it's not something that's widely available. But yeah, like I'm very perplexed by this case. On the one hand, like I understand that Nike probably did suffer some brand damage to it. Like I know some celebrities like Nick Young tweeted uh, against Nike for the release of the sneaker, even though Nike had nothing to do with it. On the other hand, I feel bad for brands like Mischief because at the end of the day, they're just trying, they're not, A, they're not claiming that this is an official Nike shoe and B, they're just trying to do something creative and a bit obscure but now they've lost this legal battle, which now creates a precedent where Nike can claim that any custom is an infringement on their brand or damages their brand somehow. And 
they can get that custom like canceled. So yeah, it's it's very much a it's very much a, a weird case, and I, I, I like it's definitely a sneaker sim, but it's a question on who it's sneaker sim for whom. I don't know. It's a sticky situation, isn't it? This is a messy situation. I like it, but like I hate it too because it's not black and white, and I can't pick a side. Yeah, it's kind of true, man. I don't. I didn't I, hear about the blood from the employees. I knew there was blood in it. I didn't it, know. It, it's a rumor. It's a rumor. We don't know if that's real blood. We don't know where that blood came from. Well, okay. So yeah, we, I guess we can't obviously guarantee that it's real blood, but like mischief did say that like you, like what you said, Nabza, it's from uh, their employees. Yeah. So whatever, you know, it's like, and mischief. So we talked about those Birkenstocks the other day. You remember that guy? Yeah. yeah, yeah a couple weeks ago. I remember. It's yeah. mischief. It's the same guys. These guys dropped the Jesus shoes, you know? I mean, I get it, but I hate Nike as much as love them at the same time. So, I mean, I'm obviously going to play the fuck Nike side here. And it's like, well, they did the Jesus shoes. What was your problem with that? Hmm? Yeah. Where was your problem with that, guys? Well, it's because as as Nav's mentioned before this, I mean, all of America, you know, we're just good Christians out here in America, right? So can't be having no Satan shoes. But like, guys, come, like, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll cut, I'll cut the internet some slack. If you're, if the internet's gonna agree on one thing, it's that like, you know, Satan is evil across any culture and religion, etc. So I, I, mm-hmm. I guess like. I guess I understand, and maybe Mischief should have, like, put some kind of bigger disclaimer on that, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. I think you're right. They probably could have just gotten away with this if they just said, like, <clears throat> like a big disclaimer with all the press releases saying, like, yo, this isn't an official collaboration, you know, yeah. and, and put out what they had said, that, that statement they had said after, like, this is a piece of art. And, and I agree with what they said in the statement as well from the standpoint of, like, well, they brought up the fact that they made the Jesus shoe a couple years ago. And it's like, well, where's your problem with that Nike? And it's like, just as much as, you know, Jesus is in the Bible. Satan is also part of this whole thing. And if, if you're not a religious individual, this is so ridiculously hilarious, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, okay guys. Like, like there's a villain shoe. There's like villain shoes out there. Like, like, yeah, it's also just funny because if you take away the quote unquote blood and like the, essentially with just a keychain of a pentagram on the laces like it's just it's just a gr shoe and it's caused all this problem i know it's well it's because of like uh, america's like religious obsession or whatever i don't know man it's weird i i I don't i don't i don't get it that's me obviously coming from a non-religious dude so you know this isn't impacting me obviously it's impacting all of those good christians out there who are getting super mad and never going to buy nike products again but so let, let's break up this conversation a little bit. So let's start with the design of the sneaker. Obviously, Jalen, you you just learned about the blood thing. Yeah. Um, what, what are your both? What, what's your impressions of the design? First off, from the just purely from the design standpoint, I yeah, mean, yeah, I thought it was pretty tame. Yeah. Like, even with the blood in it, like even the Jesus shoes when they did it that time, I thought the design was pretty tame. Aside from the fact that they put holy water in it, but same thing here aside from the blood it looks like honestly if they called this a chris angel shoe i don't feel like anyone would give a shit like dude you're so right i agree with you it's just the fact that it's associated with the devil and it's like oh the devil oh my god well like exactly the same take away the bible verse and this could just be a chris angel shoe and no one would care like yeah is what it is and like it's all black, isn't it? Like, does, it is. is that even like? It, it's all black, and then the air it? unit is red. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, and the GR version of this, they, it's just all black with the white swoosh, and the, the air unit is just transparent, normal, and yeah, they didn't, like you're saying, they didn't do much at all, man. It looks like they put two prints on it, they put a, a they threaded a pendulum through the laces, and they injected a bunch of red ink and uh, some blood from their employees into the soul. And then, yeah, Satan the heck out. <laughs> when, you, when you say it like that, they took the blood of their employees and put it in the soul. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean yo at the end of the day maybe i don't know how mischief feels about this but you know what they say any publicity is good publicity everyone knows who mischief is now kind of yeah well, that's what they wanted right right i mean, I, I mean jason you're more hip on the um uh, on the rapper side. So what do you think about like Lil Nas X's? Um... Okay, we, I love this. I love this. Lil Nas X is the best internet troll ever. I love how he's just here to basically troll like straight Christian America. It's the best thing ever. Like everyone gets like so up in arms about it on Twitter. It's amazing, I think. Obviously, he's the one who has to actually deal with the blowback of like him probably getting bare death threats and whatever. I, I know he released something saying like, I didn't, you know, I didn't anticipate the release to be like this, blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of, you know, I, I'm not sad, but like, oh, I'm taken aback about how you, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I also saw that he tweeted like, I've had nine months to plan this rollout. Like you're never going to win. So like, this guy's a troll, man. I think, I think it's amazing. Shout out Lil Nas X. Go listen to Montero. It slaps. I haven't seen the video. I don't care. But the track goes. Yeah, so I actually saw a statement and I can't find it now. So I, if I can find it, we can link that. But I thought it was hilarious and also kind of semi-sentimental. I don't know. He is a troll. So I'm not sure if you should have taken this sentimentally. But with Montero, the music video, he released like a letter to himself as like a 14 year old. And it was him saying to himself like, yeah, uh, I know we weren't going to come out. I know we weren't going to be that gay. I know we weren't going to be like this kind of person or whatever, mm -hmm. but this is me now and this is us. And, you know, we were taught all like basically addressing when he was younger, he was like forced all this religious, whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Be you, man. Yeah. And the video is like completely satirical. Like I'm pretty sure I haven't watched it either, but he gives like a lap dance to yes. Satan. And like he's lap dancing Satan and stuff. And there's like, yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff, but it's like, yeah. yeah. Really and then he addressed like all the parents and he was like, like if you found me, if your kid found me from Old Town Road, I am singing about adultery and drugs. So yes. this is not my problem if your kids found me and I shouldn't really care that your 12 year old listens to my music. Like it's not meant for them. And that seems like a you problem. It is. I agree wholeheartedly with that. Yeah. man. That's and your I, problem. And I, if you look back far enough in the history of rap and hip hop, like that, that's always been a common thing, you know, like kids find this music one way or another and yeah, you, can't you, you can't hold the artist responsible for that. Yeah. Right? Especially exactly. not with the internet being the way it is. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely, I, I kind of want to watch the video to just to see how the sneakers were previewed. I don't think, uh, the video influenced at all how the sneakers were perceived. I think it would have been that way with or without Lil Nas X's participation, but I think he definitely helped market these sneakers to the level of popularity they did in such a short period of time. But yeah, okay. So moving on, and this is somewhat moving on, but it's somewhat not because I think it's I think it's connected. After the uh, Satan shoes issues was quote unquote resolved by the court courts, USPS actually decide to take legal action or is thinking about taking legal action against Nike about a similar issue with a pair of Air Force Ones that they've 
designed and unclear if these have released for sale yet or not. I know there are some out about in the market, but essentially Nike had designed a pair of Air Force Ones that were based on USPS packaging without actually mentioning USPS anywhere on the shoe. But it's clearly obvious based on the design that the design was inspired by USPS packaging. In the same way that Nike won their battle against Mischief, claiming that Mischief's design and sale of the shoes was infringing on their brand or their ability to operate as a business, USPS is now claiming that the design of this shoe also infringes on the USPS brand, I guess you you could say. So yeah, as far as I know, a legal battle has not been officially started yet, but there is a lot of talk about the shoe right now. Jason was telling me before the podcast started that some pairs of these shoes were available online for thousands and thousands of dollars. Obviously, that's because of these, this recent news. It's This is still very early in the, uh, I guess you could say, in the story or in the case. So we're still waiting to hear about more developments. Personally, I hope that something comes out of it, but I feel like Nike will probably settle with USPS or decide not to officially release sneakers. I'm sure there'll be some kind of behind the behind door settlement and this won't actually go to court. I'd be surprised if this actually goes to court because I think Nike will lose because they set the precedent against them. But yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Generally, I think the whole thing is dumb and I feel like we're going to get into this later because they release like those Heineken sneakers all those years ago mm-hmm. without permission. And that's, that's the same thing. Like they, they're setting all these precedents for themselves where they do things without anyone's permission and then get mad when other people do the same thing when, you know, are these that nice? I don't, <laughs> I didn't really like them. A hundred percent ugly. Like if yeah. it wasn't for this story, the, the, the sale of the shoe would have just been a brick. Yeah. 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 This is crazy. Hypercritical. Uh, Obviously, I think I the only difference, obviously, is that like there's no negative connotation associated with it. And it's just like USPS missing out on the positive, you know, whatever the whatever the money, the whatever it is, the shine, whatever you want to call it. So that's the difference, I guess. But like it's still bullshit. I agree. I love USPS and they released a statement and it was like. It says like the USPS doesn't receive any tax dollars, man. We receive no tax dollars for operating expenses and relies on the sale of postage products and services to fund its operations, protect its intellectual property, blah, blah, blah. Officially licensed products sold in the marketplace, expand the affinity for the postal service brand and provide incremental revenue through royalties that directly support it. Like sales of unauthorized and unlicensed product deny support to the hardworking men and women of the postal service. Yeah. Haven't like, and wasn't there bare stuff last year about Trump wanting to like just outright close USPS or something like that? Like, yeah, that was related to the voting and like, yeah, right, right. Reduced bear, bear funding, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like NABS before the pod. I'm a big fan of the government postal services, huge shout out Canada post, huge shout out USPS. I understand like whatever, you know, sometimes shit's slow, but like that's how, that's the nature of it, man. When, when stuff's affordable like this, if, if you want it to be super fucking fast, go fucking go pay UPS or FedEx. I hate those guys. You want to talk? I, I hate UPS. I hate FedEx. All right. The scummiest companies ever. Awful. Shout out you. Another reason I love USPS too, is because if uh, this is a little pro tip for anyone, if you, I mean, it's kind of common knowledge, but if you're ordering stuff from the States, do whatever you can to get it shipped USPS, okay? Yeah. Unless unless duties are dealt with in the in the processing of the payment and whatnot, because 
in my experience, if you're shipping with USPS and you're supposed to be, you're never getting duties. USPS is never dealing with that shit. It gets handed off to Canada Post and you're Gucci, all right? You go to FedEx, UPS guarantee, yo, you're getting you're getting dummied with duties every time. No, no questions asked. They're going to hit you with it. Don't even mention DHL. Don't even mention DHL, okay? So I think this is terrible. I'd love to see some USPS get some shine, get some money from this. Definitely seems like they need it. And uh, yeah, especially after like Nike's doing this, like, you know, we don't shut you down. USPS, I love this, this, uh, this little subtitle here. It says legal action is not off the table. USPS, sue the shit out of Nike, please. Okay. Make sure, make sure they, they, they have to shut down this shoe. I, I don't care. I hope you lose tons of money on this Nike. Okay. Not cool. But this model is uh, a crazy model. The bubblegum one that came out a while back, I thought would be the biggest dud on the planet. Bro, that shit resells on StockX. So, okay, cool. I, I don't know, man. People are in some weird stuff. If, it, if it's a special Air Force One, like, trust me, it, it'll it'll go in a little bit. And I I mean, like, it has to be, like, something very unique. It can't very be, like... Unique. Well, like, even yeah. programs, like, we talked, bro, the amount of AF1 variations that Nike has released in the past two years is, I don't know the number, but it's probably legitimately in the hundreds, okay? It's insane. Yeah. And a lot of them just, you know, flop. And I would have thought, bro, this is like a hot pink bubblegum sneaker. I don't know why it went, but it did. Maybe it was super limited. I don't know. This model looks like it's just the whole thing is foam. Mm -hmm. Kind of weird, kind of cool. I don't hate it, to be honest. It kind of reminds me of paper mache a little bit on the upper... It, yeah, looks like, it looks like someone just paper mache the shit out of a pair of shoes. You're right. You're right. And, and again, yeah. that's another thing that they were doing with some upcoming releases too. Where they didn't they do that? Where it's just like it looks like they just glued a piece of paper to the top of the shoe, or like yeah. to the top of the shoe. I don't know. They're getting crazy. They're just getting super crazy. They're just like, man, we'll let anything fly on the Air Force AF1 right now, yo. Just you know like, what? I, I I'm almost here for it. Like I'm I'm not here for Nike doing hypocritical shit, but I'm here for Nike doing crazy stuff on the on the AF1. Absolutely, go nuts, man. Yeah, and like you know, with ten misses, one hit, it doesn't matter, bro. It's all about that one hit, right? So yeah, for sure. But yeah, hypocritical bullshit from Nike as per usual. Okay, <laughs> so. Not necessarily moving away from this topic, but opening up to some bigger review. So on today's episode of Sneaker Sins, what, essentially what we're going to discuss today is we're going to do a quarterly report on the Sneaker Sins of 2021. So I, I guess what we can do here is we can kind of do our usual roundtable method where each of us kind of take turns pointing out uh, a major sin that we've identified in 2021. I think I've taken more than enough time identifying... This uh, talking about the Satan shoes and the USPS incidents and all this Nike lawsuits. So I think we can count that as like the first submission into the uh, sneaker sins of twenty twenty one for for this episode. Jason, Jalen, is there anything that you guys want to specifically point out from the last few months? Are the Warren Lotuses this year? Because it feels so no, long. No, no, right? It was twenty twenty. Okay. The very end of twenty twenty, though, right? Kind of like. We, we we talked about Warren Lotus on our very first episode to give you okay. guys a reference. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was the end of near the end of 2020. I yeah, sure. I, I think we started in October, November. Okay. Well, I mean, this <laughs> comes to mind, I guess, for this year thus far is the whole Nike backdooring and Heber. Yeah, and Hebert and Nike's backdoor is actually like a loading dock straight to Ann Hebert's backyard. So that's a huge story. And obviously, I think probably one of the biggest, quote unquote, sins thus far of this uh, of this of this year, 2021. 
I feel like we're still kind of, you know, that's like that story is kind of the slow burn and kind of still developing in some capacity. I feel like, you know, every here and there we hear a little more information comes out maybe about it. I know like initially, you know, in the initial uh, statement, they said, you know, and Hebert decided to step down or whatever. I don't know. And then, you know, in another statement released a week later, you know, maybe they weren't so aligned and someone else from Nike said that they came to the conclusion that night that 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 Ann Hebert should step down, kind of changing that narrative from she decided to step down to, you know, we forced her to step down essentially. And yeah, I just feel like a little bit more information comes out about this uh, all the time. Just to recap for any listeners that are unfamiliar, the story that Jason's talking about yeah. here is uh, essentially a reseller whose real name is Joe Hibbert, I, I believe. I can't remember what his name is on IG or what his business name is. Um, but well, West Coast, West Coast, I think West it was West Coast, Coast Streetwear. West Coast Streetwear, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. That. So West, he, he ran a business called West Coast Streetwear, and he did a pretty good job for the first couple of years of keeping his identity low-key. But then he decided to do an interview with Bloomberg, revealed his identity, which also involved revealing his mother's identity. It was revealed that his mother was a, a VP of Nike Global and pretty, in case that's not obvious, it's pretty high up their position. And that she was actually not and also like either a willing or unknowing participant in the side business and that she was also seeding uh, sneakers to her son who was reselling those sneakers. And we're talking about a warehouse. Yeah, we're not just talking about a couple pairs. We're talking like he used his mom's CC and bought like truckloads of like heat, man. We're talking like off-white fives, okay? Like not cool, man. And and this had major implications because Anne Hebert in her her role at Nike was also had a lot of involvement with the Nike sneakers app, which we know uh, people always have issues with literally every day. Um, So it it was all highly suspect. And as Jason mentioned, uh, this caused Nike to force uh, Anne Hebert to resign. Very, like, just very clown shit from start to finish. Like, <laughs> no better way to describe it. Um, yeah. That would be like, hilarious. <laughs> arguably one of the uh, the biggest sin so far this year. Dang that, guys. Yeah. And we'll talk about how these sins rank before we end this episode off. Jalen, I, 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 I was hoping you'd remember this, but another incident that I think we should bring up is the... Uh, Air Jordan One Trophy Room release. Oh, of course. Yes. I, yeah. I was going to say, okay. they've been having a pretty bad, or Nike has been having a pretty yeah. bad for backdooring scandals or whatever you call the trophy room, whatever happened there. Because I've seen so many videos on my feed recently of people actually have, or supposedly actually having them in hand and comparing them to ones they've gotten from less credible sources. And that has been. Like, I guess they're more accessible now because these videos have been popping up recently yeah. for me. But another big shit show for Nike. And I wish more stuff would come out about this because after the Anne Hebert thing, like, it does keep developing. We still keep hearing stuff. And Mike, Marcus Jordan's been pretty quiet since. I'm sure he's happy that something else covered it up. So, T- again, just a TLDR for people who are unfamiliar. Marcus Jordan is the son of Michael Jordan, 
who runs a, a sneaker shop called Trophy Room, which is meant to honor his father's memory. Trophy Room did an official collab with Nike on an Air Jordan 1 Trophy Room, very similar to the Chicago ones that was set to release in February. However, there were reports of pairs being stolen or pairs being unofficially seeded to um, <clears throat> to resellers and to uh, and to influencers early. This caused a huge scandal. Like it, there were so many uh, sneakers that had gotten out of hand that people didn't know who had real sneakers and who had fake sneakers. And then there were so many technical issues on release day that. It, it left a lot of questions and a lot of angry people. And that's what Jalen's kind of summed up for us. So yeah, it hasn't really been a good year for Nike so far, has it? We, we're only on the four, fourth month of the year. And so far, we're averaging one major sneaker sin per Nike per month. Big rip. Yeah. So, Is there anything else that you think we guys uh, missed? Like those three are definitely the biggest three that come to my mind. Yeah, and they're all involving Nike. Well, I, I just quick some googling sneaker controversy brett touched on this very briefly i think when we were talking about the roundup of best sneakers of 2020 situation and when he brought up the next percent the vapor next percent like the running shoes so it seems to have flown relatively under the radar or whatever but i'm seeing a bunch of articles from february april this year and stuff like that saying like world athletics association whatever it is is basically banned or not approved Nike's new track spikes for the 100 meter because they're just two bananas, I guess. They have some kind of uh, carbon fiber plate, it seems, in like the shoe that provides sturdiness as well, responsiveness, and also like acts like a springboard, I guess, generating more power, it says, in, in the sprinter stride. So these have been put on hold by Nike because like Nike stopped producing them because the world athletics changed its rules. Nike told Sun Sport apparently, World Athletics changed the rules so the shoe will not be produced given Nike respects the rules. Oh, okay, guys. Um, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, so a little a little controversial there, maybe, but you know, nothing crazy. I think there was also some other things saying that a couple people had broken some some records in these new shoes, and they were always in these shoes, just kind of furthering the you know, the point that, you know, these shoes are really too performance enhancing kind of thing. And, and yeah, I guess, you know, not allowed to be, to be used. So not too crazy of a controversy, but a little something, something there. Little yeah. I mean, it's a, it's interesting. I, I don't know if I'd go as far as call that a sneaker sin because their, their sin is that they made the shoe too good. <laughs> I, guess that's true. I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So I guess we can each take turns. How would you guys rank these descents, like from worst to best, I guess you could say? Worst being like most severe or whatever? Yeah, yeah, like most unforgivable. Okay, okay. Well, I guess the Anne Hebert one has to go first. Uh, yeah. Okay. For me. Okay. Yeah. And then? Like, I don't really consider the Satan shoes ironically so sinful okay <laughs> no, that's fair it's a custom so mm -hmm. i mean i have feelings about that obviously but mischief i was gonna say the birkenstock thing that mischief did was more sinful to me than this uh, okay is it, is it because of the logo implications that we talked about at that episode 
No, because they cut up a Birkin bag. That's uh, okay, 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 okay. Hey. Sorry, you, you, are, you and I were on two different wavelengths on that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but hey, if, if you, if you want to count that as a sin, go for it. I'd say that ranks third after Trophy Room because, like, it's not like I was going to go for them, but I appreciated how they looked. And, you know, I wasn't going to go for them anyways, but knowing that there was absolutely no chance and that everyone's got kind of, you know, fake ones, now I absolutely don't want it. So. Yeah, no, that's completely fair. Yeah. Jason, what are your thoughts? How are you how are you ranking these? Man, so I would I would definitely agree with number one is the whole Ann Hebert thing. I feel like that's man, like a big deal and potentially like directly affected my chances at getting the shoot. You know, potentially. I don't know. <laughs> Whereas like the other ones, like obviously, like whatever, they kind of like I like Jalen saying the trophy rooms, I wasn't really gonna go for them, whatever, like, you know, realistically. And then the Satan shoe is like whatever. I don't I don't care like that much. Yeah. Like, and like, Hebert is the reason you don't have Trav sixes, Jason. Yes, and Hebert. <laughs> I never hit on sneakers. <laughs> Not the fact that we don't live in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to do with that. <laughs> Nothing to do with that. Number two, I would say, I I would say number two is the. It's not a sin, in my opinion, from from mischief or old Nas X's standpoint, but from Nike just being big chodes standpoint, now I'm going to put that number two. And then number three, I'll, I'll fire up the, uh, the trophy room situation. Cause like, I feel like the trophy room situation is like, I don't know. It's just like such a shit show. Like, I don't even, I don't even know like what information from that is real or not. I don't know. You, I don't know. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? And also like, we, to be fair, we don't know if it's actually Nike's fault. Like it's well, easy for us to say that. Yeah, yeah. True. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. What's your ranking? I, I don't know if just because of it's fresh or just because like I, I I'm really in the feelings about the legal debate of it, but uh, the the situation with the Satan shoes is pretty up there for me. And, and you yeah. you guys also have to remember like I don't give a fuck about most of the sneakers that like hypermans are trying to get. So it, no, it like. Sure. Like yeah. the stuff happening with Ann Hebert and stuff like that doesn't affect the type of sneakers I'm going for, for the most part. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I cry every I cry every time I think about the Kobe, Bruce Lee's, and like shoes but, like that. But like outside of that, like not really. Like I feel that, but like that is just so egregious, man. Like, bro, like your fucking son is using your credit. Like this is a meme. You're using yeah. my credit card to buy shoes. It's literally like a meme, bro. Yeah, like, and I think the company was actually under yeah. either her or her husband's name at one point because uh, the dude's like 19. Like, he just became I an saw adult. That. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I saw that. I saw that. Like, statements had her name, bro. They, they, she knew. There's no – I feel like there's no way she had no idea. There's no way that she didn't know, uh, but I, I don't think she expected her son to be stupid enough to, like, put his real name out there on a Bloomberg interview. I think that sure. was the part that she didn't know about. So, yeah. I'm putting the Satan shoe incident as number one just because Nike's now created this dumb legal precedent of creators being limited in their ability to create. And I just like, I, I hate to hear about shit like that personally. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's actually you shot yourself in the foot big time from that. Yeah, so. especially with the USPS. Yep, you're right. And then number two is obviously Ann Hebert. Like, I think Ann Hebert has to, the Ann Hebert incident has to be up there. Uh, like, I, I'm saying by the end of the year, I would be surprised if Ann Hebert wasn't in the top two or much less the top three. Like, this has been a bad year if that's happened. <laughs> Knock on wood. But yeah. You want the tea, don't say that. 
<laughs> True. Yeah, I mean, but we want the tea. We don't, but you don't want the tea to burn you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? True. <laughs> lukewarm good. tea is what we want. <laughs> we're, we're here for lukewarm tea. Yeah, and then number three, I'll, I'll put the Marcus Jordan incident at number three, I guess. And then for, for just to show my support, I, I acknowledge the Birkenstock mischief sure. incident at number four. I think Jalen and I are, are calling that a sin for different reasons because I, I, I don't like how that logo was used, but um, but we don't have we to talk about that. Right yeah, yeah, but like uh, the, the vibe is there. The vibe is there. Mm. But yeah, do you guys think we, we're missing? Like, I'll just doing one final check. Do you guys think we're missing anything on Sneakerson so far this year? It's still pretty early in the year, so it's fine if we're, we're done with that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like stuff related to other brands because obviously this was very Nike centric. Like. For any Adidas, like big news things. Yeah, and- I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about this right now because I only have good things to say about Adidas. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. From a sin yeah. standpoint, I don't really have anything for Asics, Nike, uh, Adidas, or New Balance that I can yeah. think of. But guys, uh, if we're totally missing something here. Please sound off on the gram or whatever. You know, yeah. I guess a, another sin dimension is um, the, uh, and we talked about this and. Correct me if I'm wrong. If that happened in 2020, the uh, the Dunks uh, Nike ID situation with people. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, very light sin, but yes, it's a very light sin. But like you know, it's it's a quarterly report. I'll mention the quarterly report. It probably won't go in the annual report. You're right. You're right. Good call. Good call. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, in case you guys don't didn't catch us talking about that. That was the incident where Nike had uh, done the Nike dunk low on uh, Nike ID in the US and people were going on the platform trying to recreate some hype Nike dunk models at the Nike 7-Elevens that didn't release and reselling them for absurd prices on eBay and other resale platforms. I actually recently saw a fake of Nike, a pair of Nike ID 7-Elevens on Grailed, I want to say, for like 300 bucks which is still it's outrageous but it wasn't as outrageous yeah, as the price that's not that crazy. yeah like if you really can't you get your hands on nike dunks dead stock uh that might not be a bad price yeah sorry nabs now is the sin here for you people making these shitty fakes not fakes but you know what i mean shitty ideas it's, it's more people making the shitty or, ideas and selling them and or, selling them okay. Okay, I would argue the sin is just the fact that Nike allowed it. No, no, the fact that they kiboshed the nice, like they purposely did it so you can't make the you know university colorways. You know what I'm saying and stuff. Like, uh, I like I, I don't know if I'll blame like maybe it's because I want to cut Nike a little bit of slack because we've been very <laughs> anti-Nike this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of did that to themselves though. Yeah, but like. I, I, I'm more mad at the reseller for trying to take advantage of it than I am for Nike for allowing it, you know? Fair, fair. You're right. I guess it's kind of like, yeah, you guys are, you didn't even, it's not even like the close to the real thing or whatever. I feel you, man. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it, it's definitely something worth mentioning uh, today. I, I don't think it's something we'll mention in the next quarterly report, but we'll see. No, I agree. I don't think it'll make the annual report like you're saying. And yeah, obviously, guys, we're calling this the quarterly report, so you can expect a similar update. Yeah, yeah. And things will develop, you know. Who knows where this USPS news goes? Who knows where the mischief stuff lands at the end of the day? Like, exactly. Things are definitely 
Yeah. Exactly. And maybe Adidas just like just really goes off the rails in the next three, four months and just just does some terrible thing. Who knows? Maybe New Balance does. Maybe Asics does. You know, we'll see. Yeah. At, at this point, I really hope it's someone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like Jesus Christ. Nike. Closing thought on the Nike thing, though, for me, uh, the reason I mentioned the Warren Lotus at the beginning was because this precedent that they've set now is that if anything doesn't align with the Nike branding or the Nike values, exactly. then they can just say no. So anyone exactly. who does any customs from this point forward, like before they had to fight Warren Lotus and it was kind of obvious, like he was dead ass copying, you know. Right, the swoosh, most, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. like they're super, you know, nothing sacred models, but like now anytime anyone makes something that doesn't align with Nike values, they can just say it hurts their image. And you're right. And they're, like, they're we're they're not gonna almost, get sneakers from them, I feel like, because of this. They're almost in a sense regulating customized sneakers, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Like on a large scale, I feel like it means that we're not gonna see like a cut like super niche sneakers in the way that we see it from like Adidas. Because anyone, like any creators who do stuff like that, if they don't quite align, and Nike's not super liberal or open, yeah, I think. yeah, then we're not going to see it that from them. So yeah, and I think it's important that you say that, like you know, it's Nike's values, whereas like the Lord, the Warren Lotus situation is like more cut and dry in the sense that it's like okay, like he copied the swoosh or whatever, it was too close yeah. to the swoosh or like the shape of the outsole or the sole is, you know, like I can get that, like that's like. A direct like a physical thing you know we can look at we can say oh these are the same you copied him cool this is just like you can change the goalpost to whatever the fuck you want your quote-unquote values to be like yeah yeah and and just to be clear here no one here is supporting satanism or anything like that at i i told jason this before we started the pod i think this whole thing could have been resolved if nike just came to and mischief got to a table agreed that like some of the pr messaging could have been done differently and maybe put out a PR, PR message together saying, hey, this is not an official Nike collab. This is done by a third party. It's meant to be a piece of art, a wearable art in a sense. Yeah, and it, it's, it's meant to be an obscure piece of art and nothing directly, no, no direct messaging regarding offense to anyone's religion or anything like that. I think that could have been an easy way to quickly resolve things. But because Nike took it as a, as kind of an attack on the brand. And if you ask some people, they should have, being that like, you know, they literally woke up one day and people are blaming them for satanic shoes. I understand that perspective, but Jalen's entirely right. Now they've created this bad precedent of how they handle like either collaborations or customizations. Yeah, man. Especially when you're pulling in something like religion into it too, I think is like, dude. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I question uh, how religious some of the, the Twitter keyboard warriors actually are who are yeah, against the thing is like, like you're saying, I'm not a Satanist, but fuck, if I want to be what, like, what, that's my fucking prerogative. It's not your, not your business, Nike. You know how many Satanists buy your shoes, Nike? Bear, okay, guy? <laughs> like, like, maybe, oh, maybe, maybe not after this lawsuit. Maybe not bro. after this lawsuit. <laughs> uh, well, maybe they'll just make 
Nike matter and just troll them and just be buying their stuff, be repping Nike things. And I hope so. That would, be awesome. that would be so awesome. I hope all the Satanist like clicks come together and just exclusively rep Nike and post bear about it. Like, you know, I, I, I went to, I, I did the first half of high school in the States. Like I had friends who would wear shirts with the pentagram on it, like whatever, like, it's not, it's not a big deal. They were, they were they were normal people if you took the time to know them. Like it, it doesn't really mean anything. That's the thing. It's 2021, guys. Like this is like really archaic. It seems like I yeah I don't know, man. Not about it. Yeah. Anyway, what Jalen's saying is essentially the reason why I put that as my number one sin this year. And I think like depending on how the year goes, I find it highly doubtful this is going to be kicked off the list of top sins of the year. But we'll see. Yeah, I kind of agree. Excuse me. We'll we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if some worse shit happens than the trophy room release. That wouldn't surprise me as much. But something worse than Anne Hebert or the the mischief incident, like damn, yeah. what a what a year it'll be if that's the case. Spicy three months or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, we're definitely gonna do a second quarter report after another three months and see where things go. And yeah, guys, please let us know on Instagram if you think we missed anything or if you think we're we're totally off base on something. Let us know in, in a respectable manner, please. No, no Satan emojis, please. No Satan emojis. <laughs> not that we're uh, judging. Not that we're judging. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, that's our episode for today, guys. Thank you so much for taking time to listen through to the end of this week's episode. Please tune in again next week and give us a follow on Instagram at Sneakersins Podcast with a Z or Z. Full disclaimer, Sneakersins is recorded before a live studio audience, and all the thoughts, queries, and qualms we discuss on the pod are our own opinions. Peace. Peace.